Hello and welcome to the Performance Car Podcast. My name is Scott Newman, Associate Editor of Motor Magazine, and with me is Chris Thompson, a digital journalist. Hello. And today we will be discussing the Frankfurt Motor Show, because that's just happened, the press days have just happened over the last couple of days, so we'll be just giving you a quick rundown on the specs of the cars that have just been released over the last couple of days, why they're important, why you should care, to get you up to date with everything that's happened in the world of fast cars. Now, we're not in Frankfurt, we're actually in the back of a BMW M760 Li, because we had it in the garage this week, and we thought, what more comfortable way to uh, do a podcast? So, let's get cracking, and the first car we'll talk about is the Mercedes-AMG Project 1. This was pretty much the car of the show, it's been, you know, hyped for a while, it's Mercedes' new hypercar. Mercedes calls it basically an F1 car for the road, so... In the back of this Project 1 is a 1.6-litre turbocharged V6 from Lewis Hamilton's 2015 F1 car, which is pretty astounding. So, we've got a 450-kilowatt 1.6-litre V6 turbo, which revs to 11,000 RPM. Then we've got four electric motors. We've got a 90-kilowatt electric motor that runs off the turbo. can spin it up immediately. Kills all lag. Pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, we've got another 120 kilowatt electric motor that harvests energy from the exhaust. And then we've got an, another electric motor on each front wheel to make it all-wheel drive. So, yeah, we've got a V6 in the back, two electric motors on that, and an electric motor on each front wheel. Makes it all-wheel drive. Going to weigh about 1,200 kilos. It's going to have 740 kilowatts uh, all combined with the electric and petrol power. Zero to 200 in under six seconds, apparently, which is pretty... Pretty astounding. They haven't, this actually, thing, they haven't actually listed an official 100 time. It's just... No, because it doesn't exist. No. <laughs> it just goes to 100 <laughs> instantly. There's, there's no point in timing it. Yeah. I mean, 100 will probably be about 2.5 seconds or something like that. Something crazy like that. Uh, six are actually coming to Australia. You can't currently drive it on the road. The change to the parallel import rules means you may be able to do this um, because it'll be left-hand drive. But regardless of whether you can drive them or not, apparently six are coming to Australia at about 5 million bucks each. So... It's not bad. It's an F1 car for the road unless you live in Australia and then it's not for the road. Yeah, it's not for the road. No. It's just for the, your private collection. Uh, so, yeah, that's the pretty spectacular. But, Chris, from one extreme to the other. Yeah, let's go from, how much was that? Five, Five million? million. Yeah, to about 25,000 Much more. Uh, yeah, a bit more within reach of most people. Uh, the Suzuki Swift Sport was announced for us overnight, but uh, I think yesterday morning or something mm -hmm. like that in Germany. And uh, it's... Suzuki's new mini hot hatch, sort of following on from, obviously, the well-known Suzuki Sport. Uh, it's got a 1.4-litre turbocharged engine that's going to put out around 103 kilowatts um, with 230 newton metres, which should make for a pretty lively drive, considering it's only 970 kilos. That's pretty amazing. That's so, like the lightest, that must be like one of the lightest... It's, it's cars on sale. around as light as an NA MX-5 from yeah. the early 90s. So, I mean, it's lighter than the current MX-5. Mm. Um, it's remarkable. Yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's a very lightweight car with, I mean, not a lot of straightforward grunt, but in terms of driving dynamics, they've changed the suspension around so that there's uh, more space between a lot of the parts in there and it has a bit more um, stability. Mm -hmm. So, uh, for example, I think they've got... Monroe dampers on all corners. Yeah, that should prove to um, be a pretty pretty lively little little thing. I think um, it'll be fun. The current Swift Sport's really good fun. 
Yeah, we, dro so we drove the uh, Suzuki Turbo not long ago, and the suspension felt really good on that, but this should be a bit more focused. Mm -hmm. So uh, the other good news about this is that it's coming with a six-speed manual gearbox. Uh, they haven't said anything about an auto yet, so uh, good news for purists. Mm -hmm. um, That'll be a cool little car. As, as you guys, our readers, point out all the time, the Swift Sport is a pretty underrated little performance mm -hmm. car, and especially for the price. Um, you know, you're not getting straight line performance, but a windy road and you've got a stupid big smile on your face. Absolutely. Uh, from one hot hatch to another, the new Renault Sport Megane RS. Pretty big news. We're big fans of the current Megane RS, have been for a long time. It's downsizing a little bit. It's gone to a 1.8 litre turbo four. It's going to be shared with the Alpine A110, the new French sports car. Mm -hmm. 205 kilowatts, 390 newton metres. You can get a six-speed manual or six-speed dual clutch. Uh, thankfully, they have kept the manual, not like the Clio where they ditched it. Boo. Um, we've got a wider body for wider tracks. Um, two chassis variants, Sport and Cup. Cup will be more focused. It'll be 19-inch wheels, better tyres, a proper mechanical limited slip diff in the front. Shame it's not in both variants, but you know, what can you do? Uh, hydraulic bump stops, which are pretty trick. We've got that clever front steering where they separate the drive shaft from the steering, so you... Uh, don't get as much torque steer. You'll have five drive modes to choose from, as every car has got. It's got all-wheel all steering, which is um, sounds really weird, but driving the regular Megane GT, which has got that, it actually works really well. The chassis in that car is really good. You just can't turn ESP off and hasn't got a whole lot of power. So the signs are there for the Megane RS. Um, it'll land early next year. Strangely... For a secretive car, secretive car companies, Renault has already confirmed that there'll be a hotter 221 kilowatt, 400 newton meter trophy version towards the end of 2018. So, if you like them, if you like a hot hatches really, really fast, maybe wait for that one. But otherwise, we'll see a new Megane RS early next year, and we'll be lining it up against the Civic Type R and hot golfs and stuff like that as soon as we can. So, yeah, what's next on the list, Chris? Back into the realm of the slightly more expensive. Um, Audi have made two announcements that we think are relevant so far. Uh, the first one we'll start off with is the RS4 Avant. Uh, so that's got a 2.9-litre twin-turbo V6, mm -hmm. which is an engine downsized from the last one, but uh, it's got the same power, and it actually has a bit more uh, torque. It's got 170, a, a bit more, uh, 170 newton metres over the V8. So uh, no more Atmo V8, boo, but... You know, more torque, V6 with two turbos attached, makes 331 kilowatts and 600 newton metres. It'll be a um, pretty impressive car, I think. Whether, I, don't know how to, I don't know how it will sound, but... Yeah, I think I think we're going to miss that sort of obvious V8 rumble, but... but to uh, be fair, the current RS4, it was quick, but it was heavy. It's like 1,900 kilos or something, so this it could... You could occasionally go, this car's a bit... Yeah, this one sheds a bit of weight. It's actually only uh, 1,790 kilos, mm. so, um, yeah. It's no Suzuki Swift Sport, but... No, no. About two of those put together and you're, <laughs> you're a bit over, but, uh, yeah. So, 0 to 100 for this is uh, 4.1 seconds, which is, you know, pretty feisty. Uh, that's through an, an 8-speed automatic gearbox. Uh, obviously, all-wheel drive as well helps with that. Uh, it comes with the top speed, obviously limited to 250 k's an hour, but you can get the RS Dynamic package, which brings that up to 280. Mm -hmm. um, also comes with the paint option of going with Nagaro Blue, which is actually a nod to the original RS2, which I think looks lovely. It looks really cool. The car looks really cool. It'll be really fast. Hopefully it'll be fun to drive. Audis are a little bit hit and miss, but what will be fun to drive 
It's the second Audi, isn't it? Yes. Uh, this one is an R8 V10, but it's a WR, uh, oh, sorry, RWS, which stands for Rear Wheel Series. And if you've picked up on that, it's a rear wheel drive R8. Uh, it's got obviously the same V10, but a little less power and a little less torque. It's 397 kilowatts and 540 newton meters. Uh, it's actually 50 kilos lighter though, so that's good. Well, it's funny you say that. I rang Audi about this and they haven't rang me back yet, but I'm sure they will. But I say it's 50 kilograms lighter, but the Australian spec sheet, it's five kilograms lighter. So we'll get back to you on that one. I'll okay. keep following that up. But they say it's 50 kilograms lighter because obviously they've taken the front diff and drive shafts out, yeah. which makes sense. But the spec sheet doesn't say that. But anyway, but anyway, we'll, we'll figure that out. But um, that'll be a really cool car, but it's limited edition, isn't it? Yes, a very few, uh, very few of them are coming to Australia. Um, we're, we're expecting around 400 grand. Yeah, so, so. Um, yeah, you'll be forking out for it, but, uh, you know, oversteer. It should be fun. Yeah, well, I mean, we had the Laura Lamborghini Huracan LP582 at Picotti last year, um, which this is essentially the same car. It's the same platform, same engine, mm. um, and that car was excellent. Um, and the new R8 is a little bit safer. They've made it less oversteery, so this should fix that pretty, <laughs> pretty well, I think. Yeah. Um, that'll be a cool car. It's a shame they're only making 999 of them. Yes. Only a, I don't know, there'll probably be 5 or 10 for Australia or something. Yeah. But, cool car. Uh, also a cool car, Porsche 911 GT3 Touring. Uh, we'd heard whispers of this car for quite a long time from our European editor, George Karsha. And sort of, it, it flew under the radar a bit. But uh, essentially, Porsche's made a 911 GT3, but then dialed down the aggression a bit. So it's taken the big wing off it. It's a GD3 underneath, you still get the same, 368 kilowatt, 460 newton meter, 9,000 RPM, 4 litre flat 6, um, you know, same tyres, same brakes, same suspension, all that, but they've made it a bit more habitable, taking the wing off it, just put the little pop-up spoiler from the Carrera on it instead. Uh, we've got manual only, six-speed manual only, uh, instead of roll cage and fire extinguisher, you get leather and, you know, it's a bit more nice and plush inside. Uh, so it's kind of halfway, I guess, between a Carrera and a... No, not halfway. It's kind of... You go Carrera, 911 GDS, 911 GD3, and it's kind of GD3 Touring. Um, it'll be an amazing car. Like, it'll be just staggering. It'll be so cool. Um, $326,900 if you're in the market for one. I can think of a few people that might upset, though. It will, yes. <laughs> uh, essentially, they've made a 911 R. Um, yeah. <laughs> and a better one. Just Better just simply because it's the new engine. It's the next variant. Um, but in spec, it's very similar. Um, Porsche haven't been particularly happy with all the speculators making a lot of money off 911Rs. They want their people to buy their cars and drive them because that's where they build them. Um, so, I mean, this isn't a response because the lead times are too long, etc., like that. But hopefully, it probably will take a bit of the sting out of the 911R market. But that said, there's a lot more people who want GD3s than can get GD3s because they don't make that many. So, it's probably not going to help a whole lot. Um, also from Porsche, KN Turbo, you know, the benchmark super SUV. It's now got a 4-litre twin-turbo V8, 404 kilowatts, 770 newton metres with an 8-speed auto, shared with the Panamera Turbo, 0 to 104.1 seconds or 3.9 seconds with Sport Chrono. Don't actually know what Sport Chrono does. It um, uh, gives you a, a little, clock on the dash. Yeah, yeah, puts a little clock on the dash. And makes your car faster, but I don't know why. Something. But anyway... Um, it's probably the same, pla I don't know this for certain, but I think it's probably the same platform as the Bentayga and the Q7 mm. and the whole Volkswagen group, uh, which means it's got 48 volt system, electrical system, which means it can run active anti-roll bars, it's got rear wheel steering, air suspension, 
It's got a rear air brake now on an SUV. So you hit the brakes and a little spoiler at the back pops up. Um, so there you go. Uh, it'll be about 250 grand, lands mid-2018. Um, also in SUV news, unusual SUV news, Chris. Yes, weird SUV news. SUV racing. Uh, yes. Jaguar, their I-Pace uh, performance SUV, which is electric, um, has been announced. And in addition to that, they've announced that there is going to be a racing series for it, uh, which will support Formula E. So... As of next year, I think it is, uh, we're going to see electric Jaguar SUVs racing other electric Jaguar SUVs. And we thought super utes was weird. Yes. You thought well, diesel, yeah. diesel tradie <laughs> utes driving a Jaguar is like, wait, we can beat that. <laughs> Having said that, Jaguar have called them performance SUVs, and usually performance is a word that Jaguar doesn't take lightly. So uh, That's true. Hopefully they'll be quick, and hopefully it'll be interesting to watch. Um, don't I make that face. Open, I have an open mind, but <laughs> yes. the thought of silent SUVs racing around uh, <laughs> super tight city circuits. Yeah. Uh, they're going to they're gonna be racing in New York. Yeah. That's... The pictures will look pretty. Yeah, it'll look great. Um, the stills will look great. I don't know. I, I don't They'll know. They'll probably crash into each other a lot. I mean, not that I hope that that would happen, but that would make for a really exciting race. Uh, so SVO are going to build the cars. Um, hopefully around 20 or so of them will race, and they've got 10 races, I think, that they've confirmed for the series. Um, they haven't really confirmed the specs of the I-Pace yet. Uh, there's, a, um, there's a concept car, but, um, yeah, like I said, they're calling it a performance SUV. Hopefully, you know, even though it's electric, it'll be a little bit exciting to watch. We'll wait and see with that one. Uh, again, a flip. We're not very good at segways here at Motor because we've gone from an electric... Very similar to an electric yeah. SUV is... A Lamborghini Aventador S <laughs> Roadster. Um, pretty simple. They've just lopped the roof off an Aventador S. So we've got the same 544 kilowatt, mm. 690 newton meter, 6.5 litre V12. 50, 50 kilograms more than the coupe. You know, you need a bit of extra body stiffening and stuff like that. Um, zero to 103 seconds. And adaptive dampers, all-wheel steering, which came with and significantly revised suspension, which came with the Aventador S. Um, price tag is, I forgot to look that up, but essentially it's going to be a million bucks, but it'll be, you know, 800 and high 800s yeah. before on roads and such and options. So you're going to want a million bucks to get one. It'll look very cool. It'll sound great. It's got slightly be... different rear styling yeah. over the engine okay. uh, as compared yeah. to the coupe. But I mean, aside from that, it's mostly the Sell same a lot of Lamborghinis in Australia and mm. a lot in Melbourne. So you'll probably see a few of those cruising around. In the, uh, yeah, from early 2018 when they start to land. Yeah. Uh, again, great segue. Uh, let's go back to SUVs, or off-roaders to be more specific. Uh, land Rover has announced the Discovery SVX, which basically takes an actual rugged off-road car, and, well, four-wheel drive, and puts uh, SVO's supercharged 5-litre V8 in it. So this will be cool. This will be cool. I'm we don't really talk about four by fours in that sense, but when they've got a you know supercharged five liter V8 in them, yeah, it doesn't make as much power as it does in the likes of the F Type. But you know, I think that kind of power in a in a four by four starts becoming a bit unwieldy. Uh, it makes 386 kilowatts with 625 newton meters. So when you're off-roading, that will be more than enough to get you over bumps, rocks, etc. And what surprised me, actually, is I looked at it and went, oh, yeah, it's a 
funny little concept thing that they've brought out, but they're going to build it. Like, it's coming out next year. Yeah, it's they've got one at yeah. the show with, you know, all of the off-roading gear attached. Yeah. It's got, you know, tow hooks, uh, everything like that that you'll actually need to go off-roading. It's got Goodyear Wrangler all-terrain tyres, so, you know, obviously it's not a, you know, pristine road car. Uh, it does have some nice alloy wheels, but they're not, you know, huge and bulky and yeah they're not bling they it actually looks like something you should take off road yeah uh, they've got um a, an active center diff and electronic rear locking diff so uh that, that's all hooked up to a computer that'll decide where the traction needs to be uh it actually looks like it'll be capable yeah it should be it yeah should be, and it'll go really fast and make a wicked noise yes uh speaking of wicked noises good segue yes bmw m8 gte uh, BMW's joining the GTE grid, along with mm. the likes of Ford, Aston Martin, Ferrari, Porsche, Chevrolet, um, with their new M8. Uh, the race car will actually come out before the road car. It'll be debut at Daytona next year. The Daytona 24... 12 hour? 20, Daytona 24-hour. Yeah. yeah. Um, but really, they want to win Le Mans, as everybody does. Mm. Um, it's, you know, it's looks like an M8, but it's full carbon body, fibre body, and it weighs 1,220 kilograms, rear-wheel drive. It's a 4-litre twin-turbo V8, rather than the production car, which we expect will have the 4.4-litre shared with the M5. Mm. Also has less power. It's got 500 horsepower, 375 kilowatts. The road car will have about 600 horsepower. Um, yeah, good luck BMW, I suppose. Cool-looking car. Um, the more manufacturers on the racing grid, the better. So... Yeah. Yeah, it should be very good. GTE seems like the place to be at the moment. Yeah, GT racing is very cool, and especially with LNP1 yes. being a little bit sad at the moment. Mm. Um, yeah, the GT racing is always awesome at Le Mans, so it should be very, very cool. Yes. Uh, lastly, um, something that has sort of popped up before Frankfurt, actually, was uh, announced by Mini, and it was the John Cooper Works GP concept. So we don't have engine specs or performance specs or anything like that but uh we're expecting that it'll you know become a real car so basically what it does is uh this sort of concept picks up the baton from the 2012 jcw gp and this awesome the same thing from the cooper s with that jcw gp kit uh it's at the moment yeah like we said just a design concept but it looks it looks pretty wicked um hmm. it's got it's going to be divisive the actual concept car hopefully it won't look like that on the road because hmm. That will just be attention grabbing to the max. Uh, it's got Union Jack tail lights. It's got <laughs> you know carbon fiber everything. There's a giant wing hanging off the back. It's got you know uh, over the front wheels instead of an arch. It's like a sort of it juts out and there's just an extra panel yeah, that's right. held on with um, like a vent almost. They need to dial it down a little bit. Yeah, it's 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 wild. Uh, it's really cool, but yeah, it's uh, it's a concept car, so it doesn't have doesn't have specs or anything at the moment yet. Um, but I imagine it'll be sort of a, a, a tuned-up JCW You'd think so. You'd style. Think so. We yeah. did a sweet dream in the magazine. Mm. We've got a little thing where we dream up, dream up cars we think we'd like to see. And I wrote that, and I'd love to see the three-cylinder out of the i8 in that. It's basically the, the exact same power and torque, 170 yeah. kilowatts, 320 newton meters, as the JCW. But obviously, if you had a little three-pot in there, it'd be light, it'd be chuckable, it'd be like the Swift Sport. I'd love to see that in the Mini. Um, but... We'll see. It would sound good too. But like you say, it'll probably be a tuned up two litre and a diff and all sorts of things. Yeah. So hopefully that appears and hopefully it's a good fun to drive. So that pretty much wraps up the main cars from Frankfurt uh, from a performance car standpoint. So hopefully you feel a little bit more up to date on what's come out, what's coming, 
the main specs of these cars. So check out www.motormag.com.au for more. And we'll see you next time on the Performance Car Podcast. Bye.